I'm okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was on mute. That's I okay. tested the audio, but I didn't realize I was still unmuted. <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, good to see you. All right. We've got this Thank technology you. ironed out, hey? I almost always try and have the thing up 30 minutes in advance to manage any glitches, but for some reason today I gave it 10, and that was a bad idea. <laughs> but anyway, no problem. thanks for being uh, flexible. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I had a great chat with Becca last night. It was quasi like therapy to <laughs> catch up on everything we've been through together, really, in, in many ways. Yeah. Together yeah. and apart. <laughs> yeah, I was I was watching. Uh, I caught probably half of it. So the first half. Oh, oh, cool! I never saw you anywhere. Okay, that's no, really I, cool. I saw it today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. You guys booked it for Halloween. <laughs> what the? Hell? Yeah, she had to. She wasn't. She wasn't busy, but she did have to drive one of her daughters to something. But, but it all worked. Totally worked. Oh, good. Um. So you know the general gist. Basically, the focus is, well, first, well, you actually saw the outline. So we, we, I think your story is fascinating. I don't know all of your details, but just whatever you're comfortable talking about in terms of your earliest red, what you would call your earliest red pilling um, experiences. And sure. then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, well, my... To to be perfectly frank with you, my my um my first you know uh, awakening, I guess you could say, was many years ago. It was uh, um, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and uh, but I uh, I couldn't I couldn't handle it after a while. It was just too uh, it was too hard to keep the dichotomy of uh, of um, this imagined. You know, uh, idea of the new world order, and to keep uh, to you know to stay married and keep going with business and all that. Your, sort of your case is one of the. Your case, I mean, I don't know the details, but from my take, is one of the most steepest learning curves, if you will. Like, okay, it's like it wasn't. It was just like a crash course in red pilling, basically. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, you'd have, I to, had, you'd have to tell me. Well, yeah, what what happened for me was I did also I did a ton of learning years ago, and then I just put it on a shelf and uh, hermetically sealed it away and didn't think about okay. it for a long time. Okay. And okay. then in 20, 2020, um, I I uh, I had to make fast changes, uh, or you know, in my own life because of the lockdowns yeah and the, which which was precipitated by the by a, really a business failure um because i i had i in one week i lost my business lost all of its revenue and i had to i had to move provinces it was it was crazy so uh wow. out of self-preservation right um, and my only revenue that came in that year, 2020, as it turned out, um, was from government. <laughs> so, was government? I'm a professional recruiter, so it was a it was a provincial government that gave me some procurement uh, management rules I was working on, ironically in healthcare. Okay. So, yeah, for the Department of Health buying 
Actually, I made the same mistake as I made last night. We'll, we'll pick back up right where we are, but we should sure. introduce your name and oh, right. kind of sure. where you're from and um, and uh, where you are, roughly. Sure. <laughs> that kind and of I know thing. it's private, so it's not going to be posted onto you know, Facebook and uh, all that. So, um, so that's good. It's just a just a small group of us. Um, yeah, so so my name's Andrew. I'm a Canadian, um, born and raised in small town Ontario, southwestern Ontario, and uh, grew up there. Went to uh, went to Western, which is something that Neil and I have in common, uh, which is in, in his hometown uh, in London. And um, uh, went off afterwards. Uh, I have a degree in political philosophy, and I went off into um, into business afterwards, did a did a, a year long uh, information technology program, te something technical. It was terrible, and uh, <laughs> I I don't think like you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happier. I'm better off in a seminar talking about the uh, you know the book I I that I was assigned to read in philosophy, right. talking for two right. hours, than. Right. Um, than coding, so <laughs> etc. So anyway, I went through. I did pass it. I got, I went through Microsoft uh, industry training in 1996, 97, and mm. found my way into sales uh, after working for a, 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 a government zombie corporation in BC. I worked for. Uh, I got onto Xerox in Vancouver, and uh, that led eventually to working in telecom for. Uh, Canada's largest um, telecom company or a branch of it and then uh, and then I in 2002 I fell into uh, as I say into recruitment uh, I met with two head on headhunters one day and they both pitched me on becoming a headhunter and I oh, thought wow. ah this is something I think I'm going to do and I had wow. at, that point, at that time I had moved from one coast in Canada to the east coast the other and was living in uh, Nova Scotia in Halifax and um, I stayed there for almost 20 years uh, in, and worked in, in search and had, went through a lot of highs and really low lows. Like I think anyone who's, uh, who's in their 40s has probably been through some, some horrible things. At that point, soul-crushing defeats and, and all that. And uh, I, I came out the other side with, uh, with the fervent uh, faith and um, an interest in theology, which I decided to study. And then I was recruiting theology graduate students for a university. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I took a bunch of courses in um, a ba a sort of Theology 101 with an incredible uh, Irish professor, world-class fellow. And, um, and then I did a couple more courses with him as well, too, in, uh, in pneumatology. Uh, which is the study of the the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and uh, in um, apologetics, which is a, a apologia. Anyone who speaks Spanish would know apologia is a, it's a it's not necessarily an apology; it's an explanation. And so I took a course in that, and a couple of others as well too. I just read a ton of books, and uh, that got me through um, through some really bad stuff that was going on in my uh, my personal relationship dissolution of all that and, okay. and that took me to yeah that took me to covid times and getting out of dodge and moving back to ontario 
And then I eventually found my way, as, as you know, where which is when I met you, Neil, uh, down to uh, down to old good old Mexico. Right. I never thought of it this way before, but you're actually one of the only ones of of our network that I met in person. Almost, oh, I mean, that I met in person first. Oh yeah, almost yeah. Everybody, almost everybody I knew virtually first. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we actually met because of our connection through Becca. That's but, right. Um, Okay, yeah, well, so were you in virtual networks in Canada before you came down or was I was yeah that's what actually did the how, role of virtual networks play in your in your red pilling process if I could put it that way sure uh huge and supportive um I kind of uh, uh so why don't I come when I come back to that question because it'll, it'll uh um, if I just explain what happened, I mean, 2020, 2021, people go, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So I'd done all this research years before, and then I came, then the 2020 COVID hit, and I I remember having a, like, being awake at night thinking, oh, my goodness, this is, you know, around March 9th or 10th that year, and I thought, like, I remember a sleepless night, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I wonder if this thing's going to derail the whole world and then i thought no that's not the next day no that's not possible and then a few days later i'm like yeah it's gonna happen and wow. so i was by the 20th i was clear i was packing up all my stuff and and clearing out of out of halifax because i i knew my business was going to uh it was not going to be sustainable for and i yeah. thought this is not this is not going to be a two month or sorry what is it two weeks <laughs> two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. I went, this is gonna be like it took me, it I, took me three or four months to consider that it was gonna take more than a year. Yeah, I I, I didn't I thought three or four months max, this thing will blow over, people get over it, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. But anyway. I I just I thought the the activities of, of government and corporations was so drastic. And what I had personally experienced, like all my clients saying we're canceling our search. For the first time in my in my whatever 19, 20 year career in search, I had a, an offer rescinded. So taken back, like, no, we sorry, we can't hire you. Why? Because we're downsizing all of our virtually all of our positions. Okay. So that I went, this is I've never seen this. This is this is not good. So I am. Um, so over the course of that, you know, I remember thinking like, oh, at first, like I had these, uh, I was doing the search work for, for one of the provincial governments. And uh, I thought, okay, this is good. Like these people are going to, you know, help with purchasing of, um, of all the medical supplies to get through the pandemic. Because I did actually, I did believe that the pandemic was real. And um, so I... I uh, thought this is terrible, but at least I'm helping because I'm finding these people. And I found a couple of procurement managers. And uh, and then as the time went on, I went, this is, things are not adding up. <laughs> and it's like I was some, I, and, and what happened was, uh, fast forward to uh, just your question about virtual networks. I was part of a, a Facebook group of um, of people that were, kind of over time, like sort of opposed to, uh, to lockdowns, uh, mostly people in Ontario and a, fr a friend of mine in, in, in church had invited me to it. 
And uh, one of her, like her old geography teacher or something as part of it, and he posted one day this, this guy and a Canadian in Mexico. And uh, there's a video from him, walk and talk. He walks along with his dog. Yeah. See where this is going. Oh, and yeah, yeah. A few days later, I was like, bored. And I find, I clicked on it and watched this video. And I went, oh, my goodness. Why didn't I make this connection? I was like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like I suppressed it. Like I was some sort of a, you know, a psychological case that was able to take, you know, my old memories and just hide them. I didn't make that connection. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is the new world order. This it's true. No wonder I was so freaked out years ago. It's true. It, this is what they're doing. Obviously, it just all went, it okay. was like ding, instant. Ruined my Christmas. I, I've yeah. never had a darker yeah. Christmas than that than that year. <laughs> and then I well, just uh, I guess let me just let me just add, first of all, I think we should give credit where credit is due. You're talking about um Jeff Berwick walking with his dog Lucy, the Chihuahua. In yeah, Mexico, exactly. and when and I was that week. Let me know. It was that weekend. It was before my whole journey started. I was yeah. like, I was looking for somebody that would make some sense because all of the people I was, who I considered smart and alternative sources, nobody was making any sense. And for some reason, I clicked on one of his videos. I was on one of his email lists that mm -hmm. weekend before I went anywhere. And I and so I, he became in my top five sources from then on, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it, what he was saying resonated with my understanding of things. Yes. Exactly. You know, obviously Jeff gets, he, he gets a lot right. He gets a lot wrong. To, I'm just, I, I, his walk and talk things. I, I don't watch them all the time, but I did watch one the other day and I watched the shorts and he kills me, right? Like yeah. some of his ideas are so out there for me but some but he when it talk when it comes to talking about the new world order and what's going on and his interpretation that he he gets a lot of things right and and i like the guy so yeah um, so i i uh i still follow him to the to this day and that was you know almost three years ago that i kind of stumbled onto him i'd never heard of him before and uh i could tell he was canadian immediately <laughs> so yeah. like you remind me of people I know from out west. <laughs> so, anyway, really, yeah. So it was. So I, I, um, so I, I, I quickly got onto. Uh, I started thinking, you know, well, how's this guy? I just, I was just following him. Like, how's he made all this money? How's he living in Acapulco? And, and was your Facebook community asking each other questions like, "What do we do about uh, this?" That kind of thing. Uh, they, 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 yeah, they, but it was more like, hey, look at this. And then, hey, look at that. And, oh, this is terrible. And yes, it is. Uh, not around, um, like, I, I don't, I didn't know any of them. These were all virtual people. I, I never spoke with any of them. So, uh, except this one girl who invited me. And so, and, and I've, I've since lost touch with them because I got off Facebook, um, and, uh, but I did, what I did do is like, I, I followed Jeff and he was, and Jeff made a lot of money on crypto. And I thought, and I had a foreign exchange trading background. I thought, why don't I just see, if, I wonder if I can trade crypto like foreign exchange. Mm -hmm. It's a currency. And so I did a bit of quickly, did a little bit of homework. I'm like Binance and there are these exchange things called exchanges. And it was just like, in a lot of ways, like, uh, like, like, uh, trading, um, any other security. 
And that, uh, that led me to Telegram. And then I signed up for his, uh, his event, the virtual event in Arcapulco. And I, next thing you know, I'm plugged into, all, I'd had Telegram for a while, but just used it for one-on-one -on -one messaging friends, like the, the 15 that were part of it. And mm -hmm. um, then I, I discovered this whole world of, of uh, crypto and, you know, the, the, all the Jeff type people. And, and I, I met a, a bunch of friends and on one of the groups I belonged to, uh, this guy in England ran someone, this guy named Steve one day, I've never met him, Steve from Arkansas, uh -huh. said like, hey, if anyone, it was just this like one line, and it was obscure, and there were like hundreds of messages that day, and just said, hey, if anyone's interested in going to Mexico, write Becca in Max, she's great, and, and can probably help you get there. And I was wow. like, <laughs> I'm getting so wow that's amazing yeah so I so what did I do I did I immediately clicked on Becca and Max at Becca and Max I was like click I'm like hey Becca I just saw Steve's message what's up how's it going I'm Andrew from Canada yeah and that led to eventually <laughs> to me getting down to Pazquato <laughs> yeah so it's really incredible. so so to answer your question in a long uh, in, a, in a long convoluted way reminding myself of a Monty Python character. Yes, I, I have found that social networks online uh, are very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I use them to this day. You're, I had a, my uncle uh, uh, lives in Victoria, super successful businessman, executive for with one of Canada's largest IT companies. Uh, he, uh, he once told me that he said, I, he said, I attribute all of my job opportunities and business opportunities and all of my success to my personal network. Mm. So I've never had to apply for a job. It's always come to me. Interesting. So that, yeah. He said like, everything's come to me because of my network. So mm. yeah, that some, I'm, I'm a, I'm a recruiter. So I know how powerful networks are. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So then, that's so amazingly fast, the whole thing. But I mean, I was there maybe two weeks ahead of you. So I met you pretty soon after you getting to Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of know the journey there. And then I guess during that time, during that year, you're relocating to Mexico. So is your support network is all, you've got a mix. You're meeting new people in Mexico, yeah. but yeah. And you've got yeah, it's all it's virtual, it's global virtual people as well. Yeah, virtually, you know, like I I've I was talking with them today. Like I've got a um, a buddy in Florida that we're we're trying to do something in crypto together. Um, I've got you know like it's like somebody we know, Simon, right? Like I'm I got messages from Simon this morning. You know, I chat with him every once in a while. I've I've got. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for me, I think like everybody, like our networks are all over. They're not and like we all came together. Like you, Simon, and I all got together through through the Becca connection. Yeah. So I met you guys in real life, but I don't know if I don't know if it was just the chemistry of us or if it was our journey or what. But I, the four of us, I felt like we've been bonded since. You know what I mean? Like we we ride in the car for two days and then we're in a hotel in Texas for three or four days and you guys return back, but it's just everything we were going through together 
Yeah. It was a serious bond. But and then they, I feel even, even though they, I'm not talking to Simon that much right now, if he showed up, I'd be very happy to catch up with him. That's for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, he's like, mate, you got to come over to England. You know, come over. You know, he's always, <laughs> come on. You know, he's, he's between the Middle East and, uh, and England all the time. So he, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. He, he's been he's been back at least once. He's had one trip back. So you guys have come out again. Yeah, right. last about a year and a half ago, he came back. Yeah, to to Mexico. So, I mean, okay, you've got business opportunities. You you left Facebook. Becky and I did as well. Left all the mainstream ones. Are there anybody? Back on, man. Is there anybody you are waking up with in Canada that you've stayed in touch with? Or it's all um, new, new context, basically. Because yeah, in my case, yeah. it's mostly new. I, I mean, I still have old friends, but we don't talk about these things. Yeah, I think I think I'm the same as you, Neil. From from, from reading into what you just said, yeah, yeah I I have like my uh, it's like the life before COVID, you know, before COVID, and but I do have um, I do have some people that were in the they're, they're like in Canada they were they were actually all um all Christians and like I was it was hard to get through to a couple of them like but I got through to them I was like dude yeah. look I'm like I know your church is 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 uh is asking everyone to get vaccinated but what about this this and this I'm like look at Revel like you're a evangelical Christian have you read Revelation before? I'm like, have you, are you familiar with this? Like it's in, it's in, you're the, you're the one who's like all over the Bible. Why are you following your pastor? Uh -huh. And so, uh, so I was able to kind of help a few people, you know, see the light, so to speak. That's right? huge. Yeah. And, um, it was, you know, it, it's almost like it's, you know, the older we are, the harder we can be to convince because we have our own, yeah. idea, our set ideas. And, um, but I was, you know, so there have been a few and I, I, I found that for the more, you know, small O Orthodox um, Christians, it's, it's easier for them if you point out some things. Okay. So I, ha I definitely have, there's very, very few of them. I'm just thinking there's a brother, sister that. I have a very few friends that I knew from the old days that mm -hmm. I stuck with and we stayed in touch and we were aligned. We were aligned in the whole journey of the, everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe not perfectly aligned, but in terms of like about the rules and the mandates and everything, we were aligned. So, and that, but then people that I met in the early parts of that, or maybe just before it, and they they didn't go for any, they didn't fall for any of it. Those people are special to me too, because yeah. I knew them beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but most of my friends are new friends and I've become friends because we have this in common. A lot, a lot of them, a lot of them. Yeah. So that's, that's different. That's cool. Um, man. Same with me, right? Like we, you and I had that in common. So is it, yeah. is it right? And, and I'm not saying that's, you know, we also both like, both like uh you know uh watching yeah, we have a lot of, we have a lot in common and we went through a lot you could say we went through a lot together even though it was you know road trip stuff but we're going through the same transitions at the same time it's intense yeah. and 
just kind of supporting each other in that. Yeah. Like I was telling you, it's so funny. Like the, the hotel, one of the hotels we stayed at is like, is about two miles from here now. Like I never, mm. if you asked me like, Hey, do you think you'll be living here? I would have. <laughs> That's amazing right there. Yeah. If I, if we gone out the, of the city express hotel and turned to left and walked two blocks, I would have been at my girlfriend's mom's house. So, I, so all the time I'm like, and I see the restaurant that we ate at, which is a forgettable restaurant. And I'm like, hey, that's yeah. the place we, we went over the highway and the crosswalk and then down here. I, I go by there all the time, Neil. It's so funny, oh, man. Hilarious. I'm having a vague recollection. This is a side story, but there was a very large Mexican lawyer that came and had lunch with us, and he was a super yeah. nice guy. Yeah. But something came up with the staff. I don't know if they were asking him to support them in fighting a mandate or do you remember any of that? There was, yeah, it was, our, it was our rules. No, it was, it, it was those cards we had that said, we don't have to submit to that. Okay. And then he, oh, was okay. Able, and then he was a lawyer. He's like, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cause we didn't well, want to wear our masks indoors. Right. We're like, no. I just want to go use your bathroom. Like, do you want me to put rubber gloves on too? To like, this is ridiculous, yeah. right? Come on. Yes, yes, yeah, that's right. They wouldn't let us in. That's right. Yeah, but he called. He called them on it a, a bit. He called them on BS a bit, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, because um, they, they started tangling with a lawyer. He's like, no, and he's and he's from San Luis Potosí, from the city. Right, right, right. Um. Okay, and now, I mean, what do they mean? Uh, not just ours, but what what are the what's the role of the virtual world in your life now? Um, well, I learned uh, I learned many years ago uh, when I first started up my recruitment firm in 2010 um, that I was going I was using LinkedIn, which at that time was only maybe four years old. And I knew it was going to hollow out the recruitment business, but I based my business on that. And you know, recruiting from my my home office in my house in Halifax uh, globally. I had searches in Australia, searches in um, South America, like in Argentina and Bolivia and Mexico. And I did it all from house. So I from talking with people that I met on LinkedIn. So I knew the power of a while ago about how, about, you know, um, virtual networks. Mm -hmm. And I based my, um, I based my business off of that. Okay. I couldn't have done it without LinkedIn. And, okay. And, but do you have some crypto groups that you guys support each other as well through? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, belong to... Well, one turned into a sort of a conspiracy group because no one else is posting on crypto, but it was like set up as for crypto. Um, oh, funny. And the other, yeah, that's what happens to groups. I find if you don't, if you if you're not on top of them about the the stated subject matter, they descend into, shall we say, into into conspiracy. Okay. It's like a, some sort of a, some. There's someone should write a law about Telegram groups. <laughs> so, I don't know what happened. Is, I, I didn't yeah. follow Amy. Amy would know, but 
she follows it more closely, but there's a chat in EMJ chat and I, and I still tune into his calls and, um, have a lot of time and respect for everything he's doing. But, um, for some reason, his chat group, it went sideways and it was interesting when I first found it, but in the last, I don't know, six weeks, I don't spend any time there and except for the video call once a week that we go for, but I, I never expect to see anything insightful in that group for some reason <laughs> amy would know well maybe you can help us like what do you how like we had the right chemistry in our telegram group right wouldn't you say yeah. we had the right yeah. chemistry of support sharing challenging and then we'd get new people in there at a decent clip sometimes i've just <laughs> what do you think what do you think we were doing right in that in that community or is it just um, the chemistry of the people that are there, basically? Yeah, I think it's, you know, like, I think it's just recognizing that everyone, everyone, um, like, well, first of all, sharing content and then, and then um, people commenting on, on whatever content is shared or you shared. That mm-hmm. immediately um, sparks, uh, you know, uh, communication and sometimes, sometimes friction, of course. Um, you know, I know, like, I know, for example, for in the, in the, in spirituality, there were people that had very different ideas that were in, that were in that group than, than me or, or than you, um, uh, you know, uh, like I think of, uh, like Nathan, for example, has a, uh, an interest in natural law. I, that's not something that, that I know very much about. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy is into local, um, into into locally uh, uh, protesting and getting involved in things that are, uh, in her community. That's not something right. I've done either. So, mm-hmm. so it's that it, it's that sort of uh, ethos. If it's if it's uh, I think if it's just sort of touched every day by the person that that you know that that instigated it and started. Mm-hmm. The, um, I think that really helps it go along because if it. The worst thing that can happen is if somebody, if the if the creator of a group just disappears, mm. and then that's what I've seen, right? Then it just descends into chaos. Or it can. Mm. Okay. But when, if you're there, like checking in every at least once a day as the as the, the as the administrator, that that really helps, right? And and mm. and also helping people get along if they've got conflict. Yeah, like we were all. To me, we were all grown-ups and we had similar motives, similar engagements, like the way we engage with each other. So you can have disagreements and come back the next day and like carry on, you know, like it doesn't, it, no one took Absolutely. anything personally. Yeah. No, that's the, that's, which is the way that public discourse is supposed to roll, right? Like that's what, right. I think back to my, you know, doing say undergrad courses and uh, we had like, raging marxists and like super hardcore saskatchewan conservatives right and that were that loved like love the the prototypes of stephen harper like they and they and they would come back every day and we'd have the same we'd have like similar debates and it was hilarious and that's how that's this was in the 90s like that's how it's supposed to rule today but we don't have that instead we have people like calling each other Nazis and it's just crazy, man. 
But in, but in that group, it's not like that usually. It wasn't yeah. like that. Except, except once. <laughs> what, what, say what do you mean? Except that once we had a, a new member or a couple new members. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we just had the right chemistry. And even pe people coming in, in general, if someone didn't think it suited them anymore, they would leave. It, it, it rarely ever turned into a anything that needed to be moderated. It just the dynamic was right and the level of interaction was right. And yeah. But it's not even so much that you're moderating. It's just that people knew you were there, right? Maybe that's it. Yeah. I think a really well-run group doesn't, you know, really, it doesn't really need to be after a while need to be really, you know, quote led. Like it just becomes. No. Its own. Yeah. That's how it seemed. I could, I could be offline for three days and I'd come back and I could count on that. It was the dynamic would still be well alive basically. Yes. So, and it, but it, it does help because you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're, if you go along in a, in a group that's got different people with different viewpoints, different backgrounds, they're in different parts of the world, um, but, but they have some things in common. And the main thing being, being uh, mutual respect, right? Like these are the, this is how civil discourse rolls. Like this is how we do it. Then you can have a very good group of people. Yeah. And that's um, right. And then I guess the, okay. So a couple questions. We'll, we'll wrap up around 8.15, something like that, if that okay. works for you. But sure. um, um, I guess the one thing is everyone, well, I don't know if you, you heard me explain to Becca, because I think the one mistake I've made, you could say, when I'm talking to moderators, I gave, somehow I accidentally gave the impression that I was wanting these people to do me a favor. <laughs> and I guess okay. I don't, I don't blame them for thinking that because it's a community I set up and a structure I set up, but the way to, and you are now, you now know exactly how everything works. Um, the way I should have been putting it is, and I'm trying to do this now, like Becca is a perfect example. Like you, nat she naturally has a drive to have her own community and administer it and share information and keep the network alive. She has that instinct. And I'm trying to tell her, like, as long as your community is compatible with the broader community, we can give you a space that's more customizable, more scalable, bigger reach. You can do everything you're going to do in other apps. You can do it here <laughs> in a bigger, better way. This is, this is what, now, you know, she, she's, she, I would say, I would take last night, like she needs a reason to leave Telegram. Like she has no reason to stretch out, but it, until you start stretching out and thinking about like the potential and the different ways of using it, you may not see the features. So, I'm not sure. I think in her case, like Nathan, I think he knows how everything works. He just needs some interaction, uh, some more interaction, I guess I'd say. Um, but Becca, she's obviously with kids, same with Brooke. You get your hands full of real life stuff. It's hard to make time to learn a new platform. I think that's mostly the biggest issue. Right. Um, but 
but I guess I'm wondering if your thoughts and your journey, because you're you're quite good at it all now. Oh, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I I think it's a uh, um, you know I'm trying to post. I'm I'm like I said to you before, like I'm posting stuff there that I'm posting over on Telegram and other. <laughs> Uh, like I, I run a channel there and I, uh, and I, I'm part of a couple of other, uh, you know, groups in crypto as well too. So, um, so I'm trying to mirror what, um, what I'm doing on the other groups over on, on you and also make comments and write and participate because I see, yep. uh, what I like about, uh, about the Logos Rising community is it's private. Like I can't, I can't really trust that anything in Telegram is not going to be some at some point used against me. Down there, mm. um, oh, yeah. right? Like, who owns it, and is it for sale, and is it a you know who has well, access? That's the thing. To it? That's that's a good one. Like, I I trust it. I mean, I I don't really know Gina. I know I know the owner and the founder, and I like her general demeanor. But it's not usually something they promote. But to me. That's the advantage. If you're not like people are thinking, I'm on Facebook. I'm comfortable on Facebook. I've been there for ten years, or whatever. Why would I try something new? I think that's sort of what. But you have to be open to sharing things that are, people are uncomfortable with sometimes, and sovereign. You're you, you're free to speak your mind. Your your aunt Millie's not going to be there. You can say what you think about whatever. <laughs> you know that the, and yeah. Yeah. Having, you know, having the sense that it's that your your comments are private, I think is is huge. It allows yeah. it allows more uh, more honesty than if you're yeah on a, on a um, if you're on a, something that like Facebook's a good example of your or yeah. Twitter that someone else is going to come across it and grab it and club you over the head with it. It's, right, it's less likely to happen. That's what Christy. You you met Christy online. That's what Christy's biggest concern. She's a teacher. She she can't have that. She, she could get sacked for saying the wrong thing on Facebook. Yeah, it's not a, the United States isn't a free country anymore, right? It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. but it's yeah. So 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 for uh, so no, I do value private networks more more highly than who owns Telegram, a a, a Russian zillionaire in Dubai. Mm. who else has access to it they do they do uh and i know there's some horrible stuff that's on there of course um but it is censored to a degree and mm. so so what's next right it, so i yeah so I, I that's something i appreciate about your your network and i don't i don't you know i don't know who else uh like how this thing's going to grow and who's going to come and join and it, mm. It could get really interesting as as the months uh, go on. I think it. I think it's built mostly for um, courses and events. I mean, that's what it's very well suited for. But what our model is like: build the dynamic of the community and then feed the community with their appetite, as long yeah. as it's all aligned, basically. But yeah, we're we're evolving. Well, any other comments yeah. about how things work? I guess. Like when you go first go to Telegram, when somebody goes to Telegram, they've never been, even WhatsApp is foreign to some, a lot of people, even though it's a huge app, they go to Telegram, they feel totally uncomfortable because it doesn't work like anything they're used to from before. Okay. <laughs> and I think, I think this is what happens. I think people get in, they take a look around, they're not 
quite sure what's going on, a little uncomfortable, a little out of their zone, and then they just need a reason to come back, really. I, I think that's mostly the dynamic that's happening. It's, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Facebook's probably the easiest one to, to navigate. It's stuff's popping up all the time. Uh, I, I found Telegram incredibly simple to use because I come from WhatsApp, which at the time was way worse than it is now. I use, unfortunately, I use WhatsApp now because all my Latin American friends are not on Telegram, they're on WhatsApp. And so right. I've got, and uh, for recruitment, I've got, I, I need it also. Um, so I got sucked back into it. And uh, okay. same with Facebook, I got sucked back in because I, I have a, yeah. I have to use it for business. So I had, so I had to create an, I've got an account and uh, I see wild stuff on there. Like just that I don't, like it's just, the difference between the platforms is incredible. Mm. Just the, the type of people in general and the comments and the stories. And it's just, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm living a, I've got a, a, a foot in, in two camps sometimes. Okay. Like well, the, I don't like know, I don't know what, what the culture is like for you, but here, like small town America, they, they do everything on Facebook. They sell cars on Facebook, yeah. they do singles on Facebook, like every uh, community event is in Facebook. So if you it's tell somebody, like I, I started going to a local cafe and they were like, can we take your photo? It's just, we're just opening. We want to use it on a website. I said, yeah, sure. You just yeah. can't have my name. I just said, you can't have my name. No, no problem. You can call me Neil, but otherwise let's yeah. just, you know, cause I just, I, I don't on. know. That's <laughs> just kind of, I was off the matrix at that time. I didn't, I wasn't into, I don't, I don't want anybody searching my name. Not that I have anything to hide, <laughs> but, uh, that freaked them out. They couldn't believe there's somebody that doesn't want to share their name online with their photo. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, and that's wow. the way they are with Facebook. If you're if you just if you just don't do Facebook for privacy reasons, they think there's something suspicious about that. That's how yeah. they think. I get I get tagged all the time and stuff, and I'm I I rarely say yes. Like I'm just I'm like no, I don't I don't. Well, that's yeah. so. Just imagine the small town dynamic, and then. Facebook with tags and posts and uploads and photos and time and date and where you were and you know what I mean like it's it's another level of nosiness of monitoring essentially yeah espionage <laughs> yeah no you want to just move freely I mean I don't have this problem with people talking about me but but like you're just a complete open forget <laughs> forget well, about any I don't, privacy i think so i don't like being monitored i mean i i saw yesterday on, on linkedin updated me and told me my uh you know my ex looked at my uh my linkedin profile i'm like man i don't like that i really don't, you like, don't like it the LinkedIn, you don't like it the linkedin told you that I don't like both, but well, I mean, I appreciate LinkedIn told me that, but I, I, I'm like, man, like everything, it just reminded me again that everything I do online, some, someone is watching, mm. right? I don't. Well, it's still, it's rare, but I think, I think it might be LinkedIn, but still on rare occasions, I'll leave a voice message about a certain topic. This just happened on the weekend. And then I'll get promotional stuff the next day, two or three things, you know? I can't remember what the topic was recently. Yeah. I remember when that was happening years ago, Neil, between Gmail and Facebook. 
right? Google and yeah. Facebook selling each other. Like I'd mentioned uh, something really obscure, like, uh, I don't know, um, uh, a 33-foot CNC sailboat. And then the next day on Facebook, ads for CNC yeah. sailboat. Yes, yes, yes. That was happening. I, I said something about, I got to watch the dad bod. We were playing golf. I don't even know my phone was on. But right. the next I think day, I got like three too. messages about your dad bod. Like, you hear you think about this for your dad bod. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is really creeping me out. I, I don't think... use Siri either. I don't use Siri. Um, I don't really, I don't use live Google Maps. I'll, I'll map things out before I go. But there's so many of these things I don't use. So maybe I'm particularly sensitive to it, but it's creepy. If they know it's where just, you're going, who you're going with, contact tracing. Contact tracing is the creepiest thing I've ever heard. And people just, yeah, da 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 da, da. Like, no, you don't understand how insane this is. <laughs> if you don't have to use the technology, don't, don't use it or try to find an alternative to the, the mainline stuff. It's I smart. actually went to a party. I went to a, a birthday party in Boulder one time. Yeah. And like three people I met at the event, they were suggested as friends the next day by Facebook. Facebook was suggesting wow. these people as friends. I don't know them any other way. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> they knew you were yeah. <laughs> crazy. We live, in a, we live in a crazy world. But it's... Yes. Uh, you know, it having the, um, you know, I must say that uh, that that yeah, having an online network is really uh, is is really powerful, and uh, I I think of like I Neil, I think of all the things I wouldn't I wouldn't have today if I hadn't been involved. Like if I like if you if you ever sit there and you follow, I'm sure you've done this. You follow the steps of how did I. How did I meet this person or how did this experience occur? Like well, I read this and then the, this person said this when we were having a, a beer one night. And then I like, and so for me, so many of those things are, if I think about it, stuff that happened from people that ultimately the, the, uh, the genesis of it was from, was something online. Okay. Right? It makes sense. Yep. Yep. Right, like me sitting here, and sitting here in Mexico is because I was on Telegram one day and saw that note. Like, mm. hey, if you're interested oh, yeah. in Mexico. Before that, because I saw the thing with the the thing with Jeff, because I knew uh, you know a girl at church. Like, it, right? Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. By the way, Becca had a good idea last night that we do a Did panel you? discussion. <laughs> we do a panel discussion, like four or five of us. I think that could be that could be good. Sixty minute discussion about just the chemistry, the dynamics that work, and what we've gotten out of our networks and these kinds of things. That'd be um, that's a great idea. One other thing that's been on my mind really probably since the screening of the last pandemic, the Great Awakening uh, film. I haven't I, seen them. I haven't seen them, Neil. Oh, I liked it. It, it was a different direction than the other ones. He he tried to do a musical for like a year, and I, he must have, it just it wasn't wasn't clicking for him. But um, I liked it. It was it was mostly I would say almost entirely about the guy who helped to wake up Jeff Berwick. What's his name? Like he was oh, that Casey. <laughs> no, no, that before Casey. him. Okay. Um, 
Oh, man. Anyway, he was showing clips from him in the 60s on black and white TV saying... Oh, gee, like, been... how... Yes, thank you. G. Edward Griffin. Yes, yeah. yes. That was, he was the central part of that film. And cool. uh, yeah, He's it was really, really good. It was really good and powerful. Yes. Yeah. I was I was going to tell you uh, just when we we're talking about like the new stuff that's coming out or whatnot. My my preferences with with all the, the sort of conspiracy stuff is to go back in time as as far as possible, like to inform yourself about you know what could occur is by you know it's like that old adage that uh, George Santayana I think said that uh, you know he who uh, he or she who doesn't uh, doesn't you know understand history is doomed to repeat it. It's uh, it's going. It's delving back into the history as as best we can, of, of of what this thing is and why, and then for people that are that have a have a spiritual side, it's realizing that this is aided by and and really its inception is in the spiritual. That the yes. humanities were were pawns in all of this. Mm -hmm. Right, but the people we see as the instigators of the of the of the new world coming in are really ultimately pawns. They think they're the masters, but they it's a little bit like the uh, it's it's like in Lord of the Rings when um, when Saruman, the sorcerer, is saying we should get into cahoots with the the Lord of the Rings, and uh, and Gandalf says there is only one ring and there's only one Lord, you know, Lord of the Rings and he does not share power. Mm. And that's, exactly, you know, not to be too sort of mystical or, um, or, you know, delve into the philosophy of it, but that is the, that's the fact is that that with, with uh, understanding spirituality and then, and then adding that seeing that element to it is that it's, uh, it, it, it's very, it, what's going on is a, is a, you know, is a, it could be civilization ending so it's it's massive this is why i like i like we have to carry on I like, what's that we have to carry on regardless yeah like live our lives yeah soldier on yes um i like bishop williamson and michael jones because i mean i'm i've gone a long way down red pills and red pills i mean uh, rabbit holes and they've yep. served me but i like them as leaders of content because they're so mainstream they're not they're not going off into rabbit holes they're like they're processing what's happening in the main thing <laughs> the main awakening i find that extremely useful yeah incredible yes. yeah and they both they both have spiritual lives also both both men and yes. uh um, you know, so like an idea that, that really captivated me a while back was watching a, um, a video I, I posted a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but it's, it was done by, I think, a secular fellow. Um, and it was, uh, it, it was talking about Tolkien mm -hmm. and something that he inserted into his, um, into his book, the Lord of the, you know, Lord of the Rings, because the, the book, the initial book was only one book, by the way, it was just broken up into three by the publisher. So at the end of the book, there's an incredible, you think all is lost. There's no hope. That's the, the good guys are going to lose on all fronts, tragically. And then a massive, 
a massive victory occurs that is beyond all all hope. And they and um, the term that Tolkien used for that is a you catastrophe. So it's not a true catastrophe because you is from the Greek good, right? Yeah. EU. Um, so it's a you catastrophe that could only uh, a victory that can only occur by uh, by a a um, something that's uh, that that God can do that's uh, beyond what any human could possibly accomplish. Okay. And so learning about the idea of you catastrophe, like you can really, if you go into down the conspiracy rabbit holes, as you put it, you can you can really get into some dark places. You can mm -hmm. really. You know, you can really lose hope. Mm -hmm. And people do. And at one point I did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you remember from the, the Greek myth about Pandora's box, do you remember the last spirit that was, uh, that was kept in the box? That There was only one. The rest all got out. Okay. It was hope. Hmm. And so hope is, seems the weakest, but in fact is is one of the strongest human, human virtues. I like it. I like it. And so you know, I try to talk when I'm talking with friends, sort of one on one. Like I, I tell them about this. It's it's one of the reasons to me. Um, besides uh, besides the Bible, um, Tolkien is the great, in my view, is the is the best English writing that's ever occurred. And, um, and where I, I'm the biggest, I'm, I'm, a, or I'm, the, I'm the, I'm of all the things, I'm the biggest fan of that, right? Um, uh -huh. And one of the reasons is it because is is it's so dark, but then but then there's a thread of hope, of light, and then in the end, it's just an, it's an, a cataclysmic, overwhelming, complete and utter victory. Uh -huh. That no one person or even team of people could possibly accomplish. I like it. I like it. That's a good. And that's good where I think it could be a thousand years from now, well beyond yeah. our lifetimes. But I think that's well. I know that's where ultimately the world is is heading. I know. Despite that makes sense all to me. I didn't. I, was, I didn't know some of these terms, but that makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 No, it's. Check it. It's called the Philosophy of Tolkien, uh, and and Peter Kreeft has written a book on that as well too. The, okay. The great, the great Catholic so, philosopher. Would you just to back on the uh, pandemic movie? Would would it ever interest you if there's a private screening or like yeah, this sure. event, this, this COVID event that we gather as a group and watch the screening in in a group event? You know what I mean? Like, and then we're at least yeah. we can chat to one another. I don't know. If, if you if yeah, you, something you want to see anyway, might as well watch it with your peers. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know if it would be a cult. Yeah. There may be. There's always a, like I'm probably not going to watch it on my own because I'm like, ah, oh, this is just going to get me down, and I I need yeah. to. But if it's with a bunch of people and they want to chat about it, right, you right, know, and uh, I'm getting I'm learning some new perspectives. Like oh wow, I'd uh, I don't know say like say like Nathan's on there and he says like. Did you know that John Locke did this and Rousseau said this? I'll be like, oh wow, I never knew that. That's very interesting. I had a very superficial reading of one of Rousseau's books thirty years ago. You know, yeah. so that stuff like that, right? Like that's that's of interest yeah. to me, right? 
I'm, yeah. I'm up for anything you have in mind, Neil. Excellent. Pretty much. Excellent. Unless you want to do group, you want to do group yoga, I'm probably out of that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> not there's anything wrong with yoga. I was into it for a while. I just don't do it now. Not, not my best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. <laughs> uh, not your cup of tea. Well, thanks. Thanks. That was a good journey of the Andrew story. And you're in Mexico now. I don't know if we said that. Yeah, we yes, did. we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I have I have uh, even even my girlfriend to you know to I back and her and her crew to thank uh, for 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 that. Yes. For introducing us again, getting back God to bless. God bless Becca and her. Yeah, connection. she's she's, <laughs> very, she's very modest, but she's done a lot of good work, man. Like uh, my Absolutely. my life is. Uh, was profoundly changed when I when I uh, from from her influence. Absolutely. Well, if you're in touch with Simon, just ask him. You know, if he ever would want to, we could do a quick catch up if he has any interest. I I always like catching up with him if he wants to have a catch up about his journey. A catch up like this? Like come online here? Or? Yeah, yeah. I that know he, his cool. journey. His journey's been extreme, you know, but he but he's. He's kept it going somehow, so that's amazing. Well, Simon would be a neat guy to have as part of the, part of the uh, the group I too. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I don't. Right on. He um he tends to he he comes and goes from Telegram. Like he'll be gone for two weeks, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's back in England. And then he'll then he'll be back. I'm like, ah, oh, he's definitely in the Middle East again because like uh, he's on. <laughs> Because I know, I know him, right? I'm, I'm, I mean, like his mates aren't around him. His wife's not there. I'm like, ah, right. he's, been, he's back in yeah. the Middle East. You know, I know, like I, I can tell the patterns, right? So yes, yeah. So, uh, uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send him a note and say like, hey. I mean, I can mention it too, but just if you're in touch right now, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll send him uh, when we I, hang up. I'll send okay. him a note. Say, hey, right. I was talking with Neil, and uh, he's got this community that he's growing and uh from and the from ground up and would you want to i'm quite sure i'm going to line nathan up in the next week amy i would really love to have amy on here because she, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was such a great contributor to our dynamic yeah and where the heck's brooke <laughs> what the heck brooke is just she she's game but she's she's absolutely snowed under we talked yesterday she's snowed under with kids and homeschooling and then they're going yeah. to cuba or somewhere soon oh, wow. so Oh, yeah, cool. we won't get any time with Brooke until she gets back from that. Gotcha. You know? Okay, that's good. When, when <laughs> no, I know she's yeah. super busy. So, um, yeah, but that yeah, those are those are great ideas. So all good. Yeah. Man. Right on. Thanks, bro. Think, yeah. Oh, you're welcome. No, thanks. Thanks for your uh, your interest. <laughs> so. Absolutely. No, I like I like sharing your story. I like to put some life to the fabric of the community, so they know faces to names and things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, anyone, and if anyone's watching this and ever want, ever has questions about uh, any of the topics that we've touched on or that you see me commenting on, like just send, send me a note or comment and I'll, uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I see the note. And um, if there's something, Thanks, you're, what, what about this? Like I, this, there's this obscure part here. Like, what do you, what do, what does this mean? Or what do you mean by this? I, I find those, um, I find those con those those types of conversations normally very interesting. So I'm happy to okay. touch on. Right on, good man. Good to yeah. have you. Right on. Yeah, great. No, I'm glad to be along. Oh, I want to see this. Energy. 
Yeah, and I want to see where this thing goes. I mean, the fact, Neil, by the way, that you pulled off uh, getting uh, E. Michael Jones and Bishop Williamson, two men that are incredible. Um, I have admittedly followed uh, the good bishop more um, because of my my because of my faith, and mm-hmm. I've been following him for at least two years, um, like seeing almost all of his uh, all of his sermons every week and watching the a conversation with Bishop Williamson, all, all six of them. I watched the whole things multiple times. He's okay. a, uh, an immense man and uh, a, a, a hero. Quite frankly, he's heroic mm-hmm. what he's been through. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's been not just one, he's not, he's, he's been excommunicated by the Pope, not once, but twice. Wow. I'm just getting to this chapter tomorrow. There's a, I can see yeah. there's all kinds of copies of letters in my chapter tomorrow. So, oh uh, no, he's just. Yeah. And what I something I, I uh, adore about everything I know about him is he's so uh, he's so modest and down to earth. He'll talk about these esoteric ideas going off on tangents, left and right, back and forth, up and down. But he has so much humility and uh, and. Um, and good, good nature about it at the end of the day. Like he, you can, I mean, I would love to be in his parish. I mean, wow. Right to see him every week. Wow. So I try to online. Oh, he's okay. kind of, he's sort of my, he's kind of my, like my priest, my, my guy. That's how I feel. Wow. Right on. Yeah. But the fact you no, got I, him. I, I, there's something, I mean, those two just came together in one week for me. Uh, I mean, I've been following Jones for three or four years now. Yeah, yeah, me too. Something, some talks of theirs that I saw both during the same week, and they were setting off light bulbs. And there's yes. something about the harmony of their perspectives. Their their philosophies are very similar, and their ethics are similar. So yes. I love harmonizing the two well, perspectives. Do, sometimes when you you've seen you've seen this before when you get a you get a uh, a public intellectual being interviewed by one person and it's just a run-of-the-mill not that great interview and then the next interview that you watch and the, and the presenter was able to um to really engage that person it makes uh like the most glaring uh like i'm just thinking when as i'm describing this like the things i've seen for example jordan peterson the contrast between being almost in a fight with uh hosts and then and being then having a respectful person genuinely interested in knowing his ideas and the differences and off he goes. And it's, and I think that, but so the, it's similar too, when you get two eminent public intellectuals that, that get on well, follow each other's work, which they clearly do and cite each other. And then they're yeah. talking. It's just like, it's like old friends, right? Like, even though they, yeah. I don't even I know if the two men have ever met before in, in person. I don't know. Uh, yes, they have a couple of times, but it's it's a powerful harmony between the two of them. That's what I find. Yes, it's um, the uh, one plus one equals what three? Yes, five. Yes, synergy. Uh, Jason Kristoff is meeting with uh, Matthias Desmet this week in Romania. Oh, wow. He's a, he's a. I would love to have those two on together. Actually, that would be really interesting. So I'm going to work towards that. (laughs) A couple of other really interesting fellows. Yeah. Different perspectives too. 
I, I, I'm really interested in what Bishop Williamson has to say, but the next person may be like, yeah, whatever. It's not, I'm not. For some reason, he, I, I told this to Mike, uh, the other Mike's um, assist, assistant who handles all his media and everything. For, for some reason, both of them, from the first time I heard them, it's like, I'm hanging on every word. I just, I'm hearing pure wisdom. It just hits me straight on. Like, yes, yes. this person is coming from a very solid foundation yeah that's, yes. that's how my experience has been yeah that's it man that's yeah. i agree 100 <laughs> percent. i think you must have helped you definitely helped me get extra curious about tlm and I, you must have helped me get get exposed to bishop williamson i think that well you're I, so I think much sharing clips and things yeah you, you and i just talked just talking over the last couple of years about the about spirituality and uh you know kind of what i've discovered what's what um you know maybe maybe that maybe that i'm i'm sure i've sent you bishop williamson stuff like if we went yeah. back into our lives from a year ago yeah i I'm think sure. i think i have to give you most of the credit for me knowing who he is and what he oh, cool. says yes yes <laughs> i would i yeah. just i'd love to shake his hand at some someday so that would be really that would be really cool. Same. If 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 the world had a hundred of him, we would be. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how. And maybe and maybe the world does, but you know. But he he's he's immense. I just have a lot of. I just I hang on his every word. I want to listen. His biography. I don't know if you've read it, but it's, it's I haven't. quite a story. I have a, I have more respect for him now, knowing the journey he took, the searching he was doing. I mean, most of us have like early yeah. or late earlier midlife crisis he had a crisis like <laughs> probably in his 20s That's you know, right. and, and at some level and searching and searching and digging and he just went straight to the root of catholicism philosophy and that's that's why we all benefit from him still yeah he yeah, uh, he um he did some well no he, i mean he obviously had his own journey but something something i think for me uh equates to that is that he uh um he has an inherent sense of of uh of 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 um of appreciation for what has what has happened in the past mm. and i mean that's certainly that's overly simplifying but mm -hmm. he um and that has served him well because i think that he really you know he well he talks about it in his first interview um, but he, that, that led him on the path to, to the SSPX okay. where he couldn't, he couldn't possibly be a, an, a novice ordo priest in any of the, any of the, or he couldn't have been in any of the diocese in the seventies in England. There's no way he would never have, he was getting rejected, right. Mm. As, to, to become a, uh, he was, he was death. Definitely Bishop Lefebvre's, Archbishop Lefebvre's uh, golden boy. He promoted him so much and yes. gave, him the, gave him the nod so many times. Yeah. 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 And Lefebvre was, you know, uh, a major, like enormous player in saving uh, the, 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 the true timeless faith. He saw opinion. it all coming. 
Fulton Sheen probably too, but he saw yes. it all coming in like the mid sixties or maybe before, like it's incredible. The foresight yeah. he had. I mean, Lefebvre was one of the, you know, signed Vatican too, but he, he very quickly figured out that this is not, this is not, uh, um, the, the document is not all that there is, that there's a war going on. And he just, and what did he do? He went back to doing what he'd always done. Wow. Yeah. And, and was excommunicated for it. I didn't know and, that. Yeah. And, oh, okay. and, and he, uh, he ordained four bishops. Right. Against Rome's uh, wishes. Right. Well, or yeah. independent of Rome, which is the way yeah. it used to be. Brilliant. Right. Brilliant. Like just no, there was a couple of pages, two or three pages, maybe uh, two chapters ago, where he is making that choice. And yeah. I think at some point he asked Mary for an apparition. <laughs> really? He said, that, didn't, that didn't come exactly, but there were two definitive signs that were telling me it's a go. It's a green light to consecrate these gentlemen. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that would be a good story. I'm sure there's a good biography on him somewhere. Uh, he's French-Canadian, right? No, he's French-French. Uh, French. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know right. where where uh, the Archbishop is from, but where he was from originally, but I know he's French. Yeah. Okay. Marcel Lefebvre, right? He's got a... Yeah, that's good. And he... Uh, <laughs> And his his school was in uh, I forget the name of the place, but it was in the I think the French part of Switzerland. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm where not, Williamson was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where he was. I yeah. can't remember the name of it either. It's like Cote or Bote or something like that in the yeah. Swiss mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So cool, man. All right. Got off right on, on a tangent. Thanks, there, but... bro. Absolutely. Hey, it was great chatting with you. Do you want to too? Catch up. Are we all are we wrapped up tonight? I'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> all right. See ya. Cheers, brother. Ciao, okay. See ya. Okay. Ciao, ciao.
push yourself to the 